Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Uh, hello, listener. You private parter. Hi, it's me, Jamie, obviously. Um, so I, I've got a big favor to ask. Now, I don't think I normally ask for favors. Maybe I do ask. I ask you to subscribe sometimes, but this is this is like the biggest favor of all because not only have we been nominated for Best Entertainment Podcast 2019 at the Podcast Awards, hell yeah, uh, there's also another award we can win, but it's up to you. So it's called the Listener's Award, um, Listener's Choice Award, which basically means that it's up to the listeners of all podcasts to go onto the website and actually vote for their favorite podcast. So can you please, pretty please, it would mean the absolute world if you went and did it for our podcast, Private Parts. Very simple. You just got to go on, click on the link. Uh, we're going to leave the link in the description below so you can click on it there. Uh, it takes you straight to the website. Type in our podcast, Private Parts, and, and vote for it. It means we might win, and that means if we win, you win, because you're part of the fam. You're part of the gang, Private Parter. Um, that's about it. Um, just, yeah, go and do it. It would mean the world. I love you. Oh, so you know when you meet a really super cool dude, um, you feel uber cool yourself? Yeah, that happened today. Uh, now, uh, Francis, uh, has left the room for the second. So I decided I'm going to take this one on board because he actually, in all honesty, brings down my coolness. So to be extra cool, cause this is a cool episode, I'm going to do the intro by myself. So yeah, anyway, uh, we have Dane Baptiste on the podcast, comedian, hilarious comedian. Uh, he won the, uh, he was nominated for best newcomer award at the Edinburgh awards in 2014. Um, great guy. Uh, we had him on the podcast. We chatted about all things. We actually got very deep and philosophical. I actually mentioned Socrates at one point. Yeah, and Blake. But you never thought that would come out of my mouth, but it did. And a lot of shit as well, of course. Um, so I hope you enjoy it. Uh, remember, please, please, please subscribe, review, uh, leave comments. It really actually helps us. And whoever you're sitting next to, go and click on their phone and subscribe to our podcast as well. But also, uh, please send us fan mail. We actually opened up fan mail in the podcast today, but send it to 79 to 81 Borough Road, SE1 1DN. Title it Private Parts or Just Jamie. Forget Francis. Anyway. Dame Baptiste, enjoy. So I feel pretty cool today. People, people try and shake the coolness from me. Don't let everyone get to you. I know. Look, I, I don't care what everyone says about you. I, I think you. I like you. I think you're cool. Everyone, everyone tries to take the coolness away from me, but they, they, they can't, man. Do you know why they can't? Why? Because, uh, because I was wearing double denim today. I saw. It was cool. That is cool. That's cool. Francis, you couldn't wear double denim. I could. You couldn't? If I so had the inclination, I could. You think you could wear double denim? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've worn it before. I actually, but I'm more of a double corduroy man. That's pretty, that's bold. And actually, one, once upon a time, uh, a couple of weeks ago, um, I realised that I was wearing triple corduroy <laughs> because I've got a corduroy hat. Whoa. And, uh, and I, someone was like, so <laughs> I turned out to someone's house and they were like, are you wearing triple corduroy? And I looked down and I said, well, yeah, I 
suppose I am. <laughs> I like you're like, I suppose, I guess. <laughs> it wasn't an in- intentional decision. It's just I, I happen to have a lot of corduroy items of clothing. And, uh, and, and I often wear a hat. And um, yeah, so it was, it, was a, it was a perfect corduroy storm. Dane, have you ever, I feel like you would wear, you, you're the type of guy that would wear uh, corduroy. You'd wear triple corduroy. I've, I've corduroy. Yeah, it's corduroy. I've got a triple D on the end of it. <laughs> Is it? Corduroy. 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 It, lo- it looks like corduroy. And it's it's, not, it does sound like a, like a, a name, though. Yeah, but it's not, it's, there's no D on the end of it. Yeah, it's corduroy. No, it's not. It is. Yeah. Are you? What, what, what have you been calling it? Corduroy. Corduroy. No. What, yeah. what, what do I? If, if you corduroyed somebody, it'd be very brutal. Yeah. <laughs> it, like the homicide detectives found his skin severely corduroyed. <laughs> and then it'd be like the corduroyed killer would be a very scary person. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Private Parts Podcast. This is where we read the most intimate disorder details of our lives. Joined in the studio with us today, Dane Baptiste. Hey, buddy. Hey, how's it going, cool dude? Oh. You got it right. What do you mean I got it right? You said, Baptiste. Well, joined with us in the studio. Oh, or something like that. Baptiste. You, 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 what you, I thought you got, I got Dane wrong. What did you do? I thought, oh, yeah, you got Brendan, you got Brendan Reese's wrong name wrong. You said Brendan Reese. <laughs> well, I didn't. You said that at the end. I didn't say Brendan Reese. It really said, offended him. No, I said Brendan Reese. And you said, why did you just call him Brendan? And I didn't call him Brendan. Mm-hmm. Do you know? Do you know Brennan Reese? Yeah, he's he is a cool dude. Mm-hmm. This is the thing. How do you how do you define? I thought you said you didn't like him. <laughs> oh my god, Francis stopped. Afterwards, no, but that was Brendan though. So that's yeah, okay. Right. That was Brendan. Who do you think, Dave? Who do you think is the coolest person to you in the world? I mean, it varies. So I mean, no no one can ever have the monopoly on cool. Really? By, yeah, because everyone because people can be cool for different reasons, and someone can do something. You go, oh, that's real cool. Also, so. once you've got the monopoly on cool, it's not cool. Exactly. Yeah, because yeah. then you're because then you're monopolising, and then you yeah. you're, then you become a despot, a cool yeah. despot. Exactly. It's, and it's, yeah. it, it actually is becomes uh, it, it becomes a cancelling out. Exactly. Effect. Like at one point, like everyone was like, oh, Steve Jobs, that's cool. Like Apple's bag, you don't just use it to play lemons and do architecture, yeah. and then <laughs> the people started buying like you know iPhones and stuff, and then, and it was then like, he started making them all work in sweatshops. Yeah, and was exactly. Like, well, that's not cool. And then, and then, is it? Exactly. So he it's was like, "Oh, cool. Steve Jobs, pretty cool. That's a nice polonic." And then you're like, "Do people really wear nappies in the factories so they don't have to go to toilet breaks? That doesn't sound so cool." And then he was like, "Hey, iPod Nanos. Oh, that's cool. All right." And then he'd be like, "Oh, wait, the charger is like basically a model based on spaghetti string. That's that's not cool." Yeah. So, what happened to the headphone jack? That's not cool. Yeah, they, exactly. And then after the was like, "You can take your phone with you, and then you have your own personal stereo that you yeah. can plug into both speakers. That's like a normal stereo. That's not cool." <laughs> and then, yeah, so. that's the thing. If people think they're cool, and they think that everyone thinks they're cool, like Apple. Sometimes they do things that are just not cool. That's a great way of putting it. Sometimes, if someone gets too cool, like. Kanye West was really cool. Yeah. And then he became super uncool. No, I don't. I feel like Kanye always stayed cool. He was, he's always be, been up there as a cool dude, apart from when he went gray-gray. Yeah. Then, then he was not. And then he was not cool. And I feel like he's still fighting to get that cool back. Okay, fine. Because let- even aside from whatever his political views are, like, it's never cool if you're hanging with a politician. That's not cool. <laughs> Is it not that cool? Nah, not if you're an artist. I, I personally feel that artistry is about being anti-establishment. So when you're like, I want to cozy up and that's not cool. <laughs> that, I want to be with the president and stuff. It's like, that's not cool. Like, <laughs> well, because it's too mainstream. But arguably, it's, it's, it's too mainstream. But arguably, too mainstream uh, arguably to be cool. he's quite an anti-establishment president. I mean, 
No, I, I don't think there's a such thing as an anti-establishment president, to be honest. Well, I guess not once they become president, yeah. Mm. I mean, he, I mean, yeah, exactly. And I just think, like, but I, I'd say most cool people, I think most cool people, to answer the question in a very convoluted way, most people mm-hmm. I consider to be cool uh, are normally people that are apolitical and just have like yeah. a perspective which is not, like, kind of placed on any bipartisan paradigm. So they have a view, so they have a view on, on something. Yeah. So, for example, I thought Jeremy, I think Jeremy Corbyn was really cool, and then when he joined the Labour Party, then it's like, oh, well, now you're not cool because you're just because in order for you to really be cool, you'd have to be outside of the party. I feel like a lot of his narrative is like that is really noble, and I can get with that. But it's like you can't really execute any of these things within the confines of a political party. Well, you say that. I mean, he's very, very close to being prime minister now with the Conservatives have lost 60 seats. Anyway, we don't. Yeah. We try not to talk about politics on here. Well, because it's not cool, yeah, right? See, cool. exactly. <laughs> I feel like it is cool, but that has just gone over yeah. my head. Do you know who Francis thinks really cool? David Guetta. <laughs> you think he's... Oh, yeah. He's, um, actually, really? He's my spirit animal. <laughs> he thinks... <laughs> You think I, don't even, I don't even know his music, but uh, <laughs> he's, he's cool. But I, like, yeah, I appreciate cool. that he's doing it, and that's. I, n- I now know who I think is cool. Okay, go. All right, so just off the top of my head, I think Ashton Kutcher is cool. Oh, oh yeah, he's dude, cool. I think he's. he's I cool. think he's. But why is he so cool? He's cool because like Jujitsu purple belt. Number one, <laughs> number which is good. That's number. Yeah. That's a good reason is for him to be cool. Jujitsu yeah. purple belt. Yeah, so that's one reason for him being very cool. Also, a lot. I think of he might even be brown belt. Now. Look at Francis' face. He does. Yeah. He's just like, yeah, he's one of. Yeah, he's one of us. Brown, he's, exactly. He's, one of us. he's a. He's a. He's, he's, a, he's a PLU. Exactly. People, well, people like, not us. People like me. PLM. <laughs> PLM. I like that. Yeah. Okay, why is Ashton Kutcher cool? So he's cool because of okay, obviously great work, a great actor and stuff, and. Uh, I like when I see, uh, especially when a lot of the time people are more focused on their aesthetic when they kind of ignore that and he doesn't really reference that at all. And also because he has a, uh, he's now working with a charity whereby he's uh, worked to develop software in order to uh, prevent uh, child trafficking. Oh yeah, he, that's cool. Yeah, and I think, and, and because he does make a big deal about it as well. Which I no, think, no, he's an understated guy. Yeah, a very understated guy, which does, but does a lot of altruistic work, which I think See, is very I cool. I only know about his purple belt because I do jujitsu and yeah. you know, I know people who train with So you're in the know, yeah, but he yeah. enjoys it, he's very cool. Like, Keanu Reeves is cool too. Yeah, Keanu do, Reeves is cool. Uh, really, do you know how hard his life, Keanu Reeves' life has been as well? Exactly, but yeah. never, never, but no never one does. Talks to, and no one knows about and it. And same with Kelsey Grammer. Yeah, right. Kelsey Grammer's had an, an awful—I mean, awful amount Wait, of tragedy. Hang on, who's Kelsey yeah. Grammer? Fraser. Fraser. Who's Fraser? Still from the, the show Fraser? Oh, that. <laughs> toss, salad, toss salad and scrambled eggs. That guy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, everyone knows Raymond. He, no. After after that show, <laughs> but that, no, after that show is Fraser. Is it? Yeah. So it's normally like when you're, you know, the, the commute shows when you're getting ready for work, and it's like, oh, why can I say how much everybody loves Raymond? And then yeah, you go, next Fraser, and you go, oh, man, I hate going to work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, you, and then you go, toss out, and you go, and scrambled eggs. You're like, I want some scrambled eggs. I have to go to work and carry on. Fraser's one of my muffin. favorite shows. It's a good show. Yeah. It's a great show. And uh, Kelsey Grammer, see now he's interestingly he's a Republican. Always been yeah. an outspoken Republican. Never really allied himself. No, no, well, I, I the mean, president. I guess a lot of Republicans. There are there are many more Republicans in um, entertainment in America, but you just don't know because they yeah. they, they get kind of persecuted for like highlighting their, their yeah. Beliefs, but but yeah. I, you know, but, but it's, you know, it's not synonymous because you're a Republican. Doesn't necessarily mean that you may have other right wing platitudes. So, because Republican is just the idea oh, you yeah. believe in Republic and not having well, yeah, to pick you, up money to a monarchy, which exactly. is something I, I, you know, I understand. I agree with. So, wait, then, how, hang on a second. You, you know, you know a lot about politics. 
I, no, I, I don't. I, I or don't, do I, I just don't. know very little? Is that? Is, I, I don't know which one it is. I either know very little, which is probably the right well, way. Both, both probably, uh, you know. They're yeah. both probably right. Probably. <laughs> but I, I mean, I don't think there's not much to know about politics. I think a lot of the time people get bogged down in so much of the jargon. But mm-hmm. it's, it's it, you know, I never try and profess intelligence. I don't really believe in that intelligence. And I, I can elaborate that in a bit. But it's just, you know, I just look at stuff just through very obvious eyes and I think it's one of the good things about when you have a, a job in the creative industry you can just look at stuff and just apply common sense rather mm. than having to contextualize stuff along lines where you have to think well I have to manage what I'm saying politically I have to manage what I'm saying socially I can just be like I for example don't think like it's fair that if you work for a company that evades tax that you should be able to take advantage of like you know civil services if you're on a board of directors and you know you don't pay tax then you shouldn't be able to call the police because that's you know tax funded so that's mm. just something I think. I don't think about along political lines or in particular party, but I just think, for example, if you are in a society which you are pushing to increase its prosperity, why would you stop students from going to university and paying exorbitant fees when ultimately, when they graduate, they're going to benefit society with their intellect and their innovation? Mm. So why would no one understand that? So. I need more views like this. This is what I, I need to start creating more. Well, we views. need more. We need more common sense. I think. I think, I think most people have. I think most people have. I just think that it's suggested to you that you have to ignore these kind of things. But I th- to, I, to, to to work within society. And I don't think. I don't think. You know, I think everyone's kind of like. Well, I don't really see the point in having. Like, I think most people understand that we need nurses. We need you know a healthcare mm-hmm, system. Mm-hmm. But like at the same time, we're well, we, this. They, well, you know, a, this is a drain on the NHS, and this is hard, and blah blah and blah blah. But it's like. Really, if we're using common sense, I guess what the real aspiration should be that you never need a hospital in the first place because everyone kind of leads a healthy lifestyle anyway. Mm. So yeah, hey, I like all the. So wait, hang. So when you were, so when you were younger, right? Because I feel like you have some views and you you're 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 interested in in kind of different aspects of life. Were you always quite an inquisitive kind of child? Were you always yeah. one who was always trying to gain knowledge, or did you always want to know about things? Yeah, yeah, always, always. Just and I just think. I would say, I would like to think, I think most people who know me when I was like, you know, in primary school, like as an, I, I probably haven't really changed that much so far as like perspective. Because, yeah, I just think, I think most kids are inquisitive like that and everyone asks why. And, you know, like some of us kind of get uh, discouraged from asking questions. And, you know, sometimes you have teachers or people in positions of authority will like, stop asking stupid questions and I think I was lucky where my parents just be like oh my god just so they just bought like a whole bunch of encyclopedias like we don't know just read so so you, you just you just sat there and just read all these books instead yeah I'll just, if anything I don't know you just I'll just look it up and this is before Google and I think at one point I had like an in, Encarta NC so Microsoft used to have their own uh, yeah I had an Encarta yeah, yeah. So like wait wait hang what's an Encarta is it, is it was the, when the, when encyclopedias were on CDs and you, you in 1997 yeah. BG before I, Google yeah. they would have the uh, so you'd have a CD which it was like a floppy disk do you remember those floppy disks I, I remember floppy disks yeah I remember, I remember very well I remember <laughs> love flo- a floppy disk the old A drive I remember yeah. that very well yeah so so you used to see you at home and you and I, I completely agree with you when what teachers do they, they stop you they don't encourage you from asking questions because you have to learn the syllabus so therefore yeah, exactly. it's like this is what you need to learn anything outside of this sort of conversation doesn't work I remember when and I you were like I don't want to learn the syllabus yeah, I don't want to learn about that I want to learn so much more yeah but, but, uh, but what's in Carter <laughs> Yeah, see? <laughs> but I remember I had um, I had a philosophy teacher called mm-hmm. uh, uh, I'm not going to say his name because he's a wanker and uh, we came into the class once and we were doing the cosmological argument and he took out his little cards and he was like oh I've forgotten my cards right on the board so he just turned and went 
I'm just going to wing it. <laughs> when, what do you mean you're going to just wing it? How can, you're meant to be a teacher, you're meant to know these things, but you know, and so for some reason, what happens is with teaching and stuff like that, they just focus on the syllabus rather than the other sort of. Just tell you to memorize the dots instead of how to connect the dots. That is, Boom, man, that is exactly what it is. Yeah, yeah, that's, and, that's the, and that's, you know, an issue with academia is that, like, yeah, we're all. So then you start getting into this practice of doing stuff like, you know, you have to raise your hand before you ask a question. So then you're already learning as a child that you have to concede to authority when in most real world like even when you watch like parliamentary debates like everyone's like well I think that's wrong and then, so they all they all go crazy but as a normal working person in society you have to be like oh miss I have a question or sir I have a question and then you're separated along like sometimes you go to a girl or boys school so then you're separated by gender then you're separated by age and none of these things like that and so all this kind of standardizing that we have doesn't really apply in real life when you leave school and stuff and it's like up until like especially like even very few people I know even were able to study philosophy, which would have been very successful, yeah. just, just to discuss, you know, all the what ifs. And so, like, so he's, but then someone's saying, I'm going to wing it, like, you're taken aback by that because you're given this image that a teacher has all the knowledge. But it's like, when a teacher's like, you need to get an A in this, you aren't, you, I, I, we should be like, well, did you get an A in this? <laughs> you know, you, because remember, you don't, see, you don't see your teacher's CV before that person's like, you need to memorize this. Yeah. And if you don't, you get detention. It's like, well, <laughs> who knows? I don't know what you got. What did you get for this module? <laughs> would yeah. you say, there's no way at school you'd say things like that. Would you think that? Would you say that? It's the teacher would be like, what well, did you get a fucking A? I don't know. I don't want to get an A. Some, well, I mean, sometimes what happened was I remember I had a student teacher in chemistry and she was actually quite nice. I remember we were doing the test and she was like, well, I got an A. And I was like, well, yeah. If you didn't, we'd be worried, really. <laughs> so, but, but, I, but uh, for me, but I just think, yeah, it's just an interesting thing whereby, like, I feel um, because of stuff like how we're trained and stuff in school, we give power over to these institutions and we don't really question them, whereby, like, because mm-hmm. I work in comedy, so we're always parodying stuff. So people make fun of, like, oh, you make fun of Catholic priests and you make, might make fun of, like, bankers and stuff. But it's like, you know, you know, that's the same with law enforcement. There's there's no real reason why you think a, a, a member of the police force would be more, more moral than you are. Because for a start, I mean, they're incentivized by money. It's like, if you really cared about it, you'd do it for free. It's something you... And I'm speaking, philosophically speaking, it's like, and if stop. you... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But I mean... But, but, but I know same, what you mean, philosophically the, speaking, yeah. for sure, I get it. But by the same token, like, rather than you starve at the same time, you know, I guess if we had more of a, a society where, you know, we were able to... Uh, show more reverence for civil servants than maybe a, a police person is on a, a member of law enforcement is on the front line more than a politician. Mm. And a politician will determine policy, whereas a police, a police uh, officer has to enforce it, which is where the etymology of police comes from, because you have yeah. to enforce policy without really questioning it. But then it's like, shouldn't the people that actually have to enforce this have more of a say in terms of determining public policy kind of thing? So, Well, I, th- I think also there's something to be said about, um, you know, schools, as, as state school uh, curriculums, right, being... Uh, established by you know whether it whoever sets the curriculum has a a tremendous amount of power over what those young people are thinking yeah and so and and this is i think also a uh uh, actually an argument against lowering the voting age because it gives i think kids young people need some time outside of school to kind of see that you know maybe some of the things that they've been told are true and, and 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 stated as fact are not necessarily you know 
yeah the the case and and you know you need some common sense real life experience to 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 figure some things out for yeah yourself. It's, it's the application of this stuff which is why i'm say, like you know i said i try not think about stuff like intelligence stuff so because if you look at for example like it's too much control but how, to the state, not, how the can you not think about people. intelligence that's why so you don't you don't because well, it what because it defines something what yeah because i mean because when people when you talk about intellect it's more like a compartmentalizing of knowledge so someone might i'm intelligent because i know about this but it's, so for example for a very long time growing up, it's like if someone was like a farmer, for example, there was always this suggestion that that person's very simple and, you know, it's like, oh, my, I, I drive a combine harvester. But then you think, and that, and that, and that was always, and that, that, that was, that was always, yeah, because it was always, it was a joke. Like about, a farmer. Yeah, yeah so the, the, the farmers are yeah, jokes are very simple. But when you think about it, it's like, you know, without agricultural knowledge, nothing else goes forward. If we can't grow crops and we can't feed ourselves and these people have that knowledge to work out like, you know, soil pH and stuff like that mm. the rest of us are screwed so that person is a lot more or you know someone who works as a, a, a bin man you know or a refuse collector it would be suggested that they have a lower level of intellect than someone who may be working in like finance or they but, might be just a philosopher yeah it could be a philosopher yeah but then you think, they, but if, yeah but if, if, so if we went a, if we went a month without bankers or we went a month without people that work in sanitation You'd notice more about. You'd notice more if your bins weren't collected for a month. You would, exactly. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, It's so true because also I, I like spoke over the Christmas period. They they didn't. They only picked up the rubbish like two uh, uh, two weeks before, and then did you shout at them time. again? No, but it was just like you always like, you always shout. What did they me? expect us to do? Like we'll just exactly. Get like, someone's like, "There's a reindeer. That's a rat. <laughs> <laughs> That's a rat with a, with a red nose." <laughs> But the but it's so true. I think what you're you're right in saying is that intellect is defined by what we learn at school and syllabus and things like that. And so yeah. uh, if you know history or you're good at maths or you understand science, that defines you as an intellect. Mm -hmm. Where in fact that actually isn't the case because at school I didn't do good at those things, but I am motherfucking clever. Didn't, so yeah. that didn't is, do well. I, oh, yeah, I didn't didn't. What did I say? Did do good. <laughs> didn't do good. <laughs> I didn't do good. Didn't do so good. Did, but that's fine. Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. But that doesn't. That, but and not knowing that stuff has not. Hasn't impeded your your progress. Oh, it has. So, it, so. No, it massively did. It really, it really, it didn't allow me. Didn't allow me to choose the university I wanted to go to. Your Would, dream of becoming poet laureate. Was <laughs> didn't, my dream of becoming a poet was out. It's was not too up. late. It's never too late. I feel like I'm a poet anyway. I feel like I can. I can you feel like it. I can it. rhyme. I can rhyme. There you go. I can so rhyme. You got your stanzas sorted out. Yeah. Mm, get your pent, get your pentameters you, worked out. You want me to rhyme something? Give me you a rhyme something. Give me a topic and I rhyme. I rhyme about it. Um, so this is basically going to be rap, though, instead. But I can rap. I can well, rap and rhyme. Rap, rap is, is a form of poetry. That's how it started. All right. Give me something to rap about. Here we go. Okay. Say so made in Australia. Oh, made. You want me to talk about made in Australia? Yeah, that's the, the topic. Uh, ma uh, made in Australia. Yeah. <laughs> Try and rhyme Australia <laughs> with something. Go on. <laughs> Dave's actually sitting there. Here we go. Come on, you've got to do it now. Okay, fine. Made in Australia. Okay, got it. Okay, hold on. Come on. Okay. Come okay. On. So, my name is Jamie, and I went to a... It always starts with my name is Jamie. Well, you've never heard me before. <laughs> yeah. You've never heard me before. <laughs> no, I have. No. <laughs> I, I've not heard this. Okay, so. you haven't heard this. Yeah. Okay, fine. It won't start with Jamie. It won't start with my name is Jamie. I was a young boy and I went to a school. The school was no good for you. I did exams. They weren't so good. The teacher called me a failure. So I went to made in Australia. Yet, it? Yeah, I did. That was rhyming. That was he, rhyming. He got there. He it's got just, there a, it's just 
not your typical bar structure. That's what I mean. Dane, Crazy, hey, Dane, you don't understand about bar structures like I do. Listen. I know, I know. I, I, you, 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 you're subverting the whole art form. I like that. I like it. Just okay, do I'll, your own thing. I'll do another one. I'll do another one. Genitalia rhymes with Australia. That helps. Oh, there we go. Okay. Because <clears throat> it's a private yeah. parts podcast, so I thought that might help. All right. Okay. I just, my brain doesn't work where I have to fit the beginning to the end. So I can't. Dan, can you, can you, can you rap? Or can you do poetry? You must. I reckon you've written a poem once in your life. Oh, I can definitely write poems, but I've never been musically inclined. Like, I didn't even play the recorder in primary school. Again, because I've, it was like, everybody's doing it. So I'm like, what if that's all cool? Yeah, if, if everyone does it. Yeah, I was like, that's weird. I'll just sit that's by myself. Cool. Yeah, it sounds very weird because everyone was doing the recorder. I was like, I feel like, if this they're just making, yeah, it's just, and if everyone's making everybody do it, it's like maybe some people enjoy, like, you know, some people might like strings and some people might like to play percussion, but also, they were just like, everyone played a recorder. Recorder's such a boring instrument as well. It's just so boring. Like, I think, like, it, they, they try and make everyone. Even the name's boring. They, they, exactly. They try. Exactly. <laughs> it's so conformist. What does this do? It records sound all at the same time. So we call it a recorder. That's a very lazy name. But the first thing, like, they, they, they try and make everyone learn the recorder to try and inspire them to lo- learn and love music. Music. But actually, like it's such a boring instrument. I think it turns more people off music. Yeah, I, I, it's, it's, it's certainly. Well, it didn't turn me off music, but it it it, it made me not want to learn the recorder. That's yeah. for sure. But I think with that's what that's the problem. With school. I have a big problem with education just in general. Because yeah, of, we all know this. <laughs> it's a matter of public record. <laughs> <laughs> I do just because going back to that idea of authority. I really just didn't like authority as a mm-hmm. kid, and I actually saw it's amazing. There, there was an experiment done, which I'm probably not going to get right, but I'm going to try and get right. Which was um, it was like called the Harvard experiment, where they got a group of ten people. Harvard prisoner experiment. Harvard, I think it's just called the Harvard experiment. But anyway, whatever. Potato, potato. Um, Does it, it involve prisoners? It involves prisoners. Yeah, yeah, it's the Harvard prisoner experiment. I even love that you did potato, potato instead of going for tomato like everybody else would have done. Well, or or or, or coriander or cilantro. <laughs> That's the other one. That's a good one. That's the other that one they good. use, isn't it? Coriander, cilantro, whatever, whatever you want to call it. But they they, they, put, they put 10 people uh, into a room and split them half and half into five prisoners and five officers. And they said to the officers, you treat these prisoners like they're prisoners. And you said to the prisoners, you are prisoners. These are your officers. Okay, and they put them in a, in a sort of confined space in Harvard and did an experiment over five days. And the experiment lasted for two days because after two days they had to stop it because it actually became like animal farm type thing where mm-hmm. the officers actually took it too far and it's authority. And then they did another experiment. Maybe I've just got the two experiments mixed up. No, I haven't. There's another experiment where they did where they got a lot of people into a room and they said, buddy, buddy up with someone. So they buddied up with someone and... Everyone had their pairs, and they said, right, we're going to take you into another room. So they sat in, in two rooms, one uh, sat in one room, another person sat in another room, and they had an electrical wiring system said it was attached to the other person in the other room. Uh-huh. They said, every single time you get a question wrong, we're going to turn the electricity up. And this guy was wearing a sort of suit of authority, whatever that is, high-vis jacket. Suit of authority. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Something that Maggie Thatcher would wear, just looking important. And they, they start, every time they got a question wrong, the electricity would go up, they would hear screens in the next door room, and to the point where it was electricity that would kill them but the screens were fake in the other room but it's the point that someone in authority can tell you to do something to turn up the electricity and you'll just do it so you will murder someone just because you're well, told you do, to do you, it you, you, uh, people are inclined in collective 
groups to defer responsibility to a higher power so, exactly. so they can absolve themselves of, of, a, exactly. of a feeling of, of responsibility for yeah. it. Yeah, look at that. We're exactly. super, we, we're, I tell you what, and, not, and actually that's why I think, you know, it's so frightening, you know, uh, you know, today that people can kind of cast aside democracy so easily because it's expedient to their political or financial ends. Uh, that's, I think, frightening. And I mean, if you look back to sort of authoritarian uh, tyrannical dictatorships of the past. That's what created the um, the path for them to uh, accede to powers is 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 that kind of willing or willingness to look the other way in the face of of, of blatant um, um, uh, violations of democracy. I just don't understand what you just said. All of that he's basically saying that people like like evil people can win because people. If you're number two, then it's like you can still get to enjoy the perks of the evil, but you're not like the main figurehead. Yeah. You, you you kind of you kind of compromise your principles because it suits you or your per- yeah. personal political or financial ends. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Dane, so then hang, with all this stuff, with all this knowledge, with all this kind of um, uh, inquisitive mind, and, and, you know, how did you then go from into comedy why don't you go into something that uh you know i suppose i mean actually comedy you get to speak about whatever you want at any time and so that's why you exactly really so when was the first time you decided to go into comedy because that's always the Uh, biggest moment i think the seed was sown when i was in primary school and we would and like so you have assembly with kids and stuff and everyone does like a little skit and stuff and i had i remember doing a skit and like all the kids was like laughing their heads off and just the feeling is like so when i have this this forum I can do whatever I want and entertaining is fun and, you know, and it validates your thoughts and no one can tell me what to do. So that just kind of stayed with me where it's like I rather than having to be like a class clown and have to compete with a teacher for authority or for attention. If I just perform, then I can everyone's kind of listening anyway and you can say what you want. And then you're not inhibited by like someone being like, oh, be quiet. Oh, let's just do our times tables. <laughs> so I think I think that was when the seed so was you're so an impressionist as well. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's Mrs. Robbins. That's, yeah. a, bad, that's a bad impression. <laughs> she was actually, and she actually, she was an okay teacher. But yeah, I just think, yeah, it was just very. Any time like I said it was to challenge authority. What do you think was your best playground joke? Mm. What brings back the laughs when you think about your uh, jokes at school? I think I think when I was in primary school, it, it was a lot of slapstick. So there's a lot mm. more physical comedy. So I've probably mm. been trying a lot more to like emulate somebody like a Jim Carrey. Mm. As opposed to more social commentary, which I would do now. But I, but I wouldn't. I didn't even know about comedy. Like I, I knew about like theatre and things like that. Right? I knew that there was drama, and I could go and act, and I could read a play and go and do it. But I didn't actually know about if I had a forum or a place that I could say whatever I wanted to, mm-hmm. because I was so I was so worried. I suppose when I was so young about the curriculum. <laughs> I was so worried. <laughs> Just about being cool. I was so worried that I... Which is really uncool, actually, to worry. Yeah, do you know what? I, I, I was. I was constantly worried about being being cool. 
which probably made me uncool. It's the kids who who are just cool, which are the ones. But I was a cool kid. Um, but I didn't realize that's that, not cool to say that. <laughs> I thought, <laughs> yeah. But we already know that I'm cool, so it's fine. But I didn't <laughs> I didn't realize that 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 I could have a forum where I could go and speak or do anything because mm-hmm. I I didn't that didn't just cross my mind. Yeah, no, and no one's going to tell you either. By the way, yeah. if, you, if you don't like conforming, there is a way of expressing yourself where you can kind of defy authority. Like no one's going to give you that information mm-hmm. anyway. So. Even if you had showed some potential for it, people would just be like, no. So for me, it was very similar. I, I didn't know. So I didn't, I've only been doing comedy like nine years, but it's something I wanted to do. Only nine years. Yeah. yeah. But, I, but I mean, but considering I wanted to do it when I was 15. Yeah. So. No, this is yeah. same, same with me. I've, I've, I've wanted, I've been writing jokes since I was 15, 16, but yeah. I've never actually like had the guts to go and do it until last year. Yeah, because and also you wouldn't know and and obviously yeah. then, and then you start applying all this like societal pressure on you and people because that's always the question when you do comedy people go what yeah, if what, what, what if people don't laugh? What yeah. I would die. I, I would die. Yeah, exactly. You think I I remember thinking like well what, you know, can I really do that? What are, what are people what if people going to judge me, for, yeah. you know, for, you know, for even trying to do it or whatever. It's, it's such it's so many things like convince you not to do it. Yeah, definitely. So, but then, Dane, what was for you? What, so you wanted to do it as primary school, but then you go, where was that moment? You're like, oh, fuck, I'm just going to go and do it. When did that happen? Uh, I think, yeah, I was working in Wimbledon for Auto Trader. And I think it's. I, I think the, I that began. That sounds baller. It was not at all. So it couldn't be less baller. Like, I actually, when I walked in the room, I went. He worked for Auto Trader. I can sense it. I do give off that aura, but uh, <laughs> I can assure you that my aura trader. every day, yeah, aura trader. <laughs> That's a good idea. Yeah. yeah, an aura trader. Like if you, that would be a good seminar or something. You could, you could make money from that. Yeah, Jamie, you could definitely you do could, an aura, tra- an aura you, trader course. You could yeah. rope in a load of suckers. You could so easily. <laughs> aura trader. Hey, we're going to trade auras. You come. And bring your bad aura. We'll give you a new aura. But you be and careful. That's the problem. Within aura trading, <laughs> sometimes you can have aura suckers. Yeah. And you must be careful of them. They're forms of energy vampires. Mm. More of that is available with my book. It's uh, 19.99 available on Amazon now. Yeah. And it's uh, aura trader. An introspective by Dane Baptiste. It's available now. Also, because your name is Dane Baptiste, I would believe it straight away. It has to be. Quasar religious, and I will anoint you with the skills required in order for you to exchange energies with people you care about. Aura Trader is available now on eBay for every good book for twenty one ninety nine. I I had that. I had that. I'm a bit of a sucker for these kind of things. When I was in New York. I Literally w- and figuratively. <laughs> <laughs> Which is entirely your choice, James. Yeah, dude, I know, right? I was in New York and, uh, and oh, I just just, 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 just just got what you, uh, <laughs> you said. Yeah, yeah. Hey, that was a... Hey, hey, you're quick, Francis. Oh, you know. You are quick. Still get me two hey, and a half years later. Still, got, the it. still, still got, got it. it. <laughs> I was in New York and um, I went past a psychic place, right? And I was like, hey, I'm going to go get my... My psychic red. So I went in there and then... You're going to get your psychic red? <laughs> Why you brought along your psychic? And they had a writing all over it. They had a writing all over him. It was going to take you to be read. <laughs> By this psychic reader. Oh, yeah. You started the story way too early. If, you're, if, you're, if you can't read your own psychic... Yeah, you got you got two problems now. Just want to test out my psychic. <laughs> Are you good enough? I'm gonna get you read. Can you read this written on him? He's a psychic, by the way. My psychic is very good, but his literature skills mean that he. I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. So, <laughs> uh, so I went into um, the psychic place to get my um, tarot cards. Right, so you know when they, uh, yeah, put, yeah, the, yeah. they put the cards out, mm-hmm. and. Uh, 
So I sat there and you sat in front of her and, and honestly, it's it's like, firstly, all her kids were crying in the back of the room and she was going in and going, shut up! And I was like, this is a bit weird. And then she started having a cigarette. Those weren't her kids, those were past clients. <laughs> <laughs> too, too good a psychic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, she pulled out all these cards in front of me and I was like, oh yeah, this is kind of weird. And we were, she was doing stuff and she was saying things like, saying things that, that were like true and I was like, oh, God, how do you... How do you know? She's like, you're from England. You Googled me. <laughs> yeah. you're, you're from England. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what? Get out of town. How do you know that? Do you watch E4? <laughs> <laughs> you get out. Where's your little one out in? Yeah. Oh, top of the morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't believe it. Drop me chimney sweeping stick. Do you know anything else about me? <laughs> 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 And she was like, "You're all these things." And then she said, um, "She was like saying all this stuff." And I was like, "Oh my god! Like this is." And I'm and I'm and I'm not. I am not easy to read. I am a really closed book. And she was saying all these things. I was like, "This is insane." She said, "Look, you got all these like things going on. These demons, all this kind of stuff." All these demons. <laughs> she said, "Wait, you, why did you skip over the demons?" Oh no, no, she just. Why don't you cover the demons? Okay, well, the, she said, "I know." She said things about demons. She said, "Oh, you 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 can't commit to a relationship." And uh, I went, oh, yeah, that's she true. She has watched T4. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, God, God, you're wise. Yes, I can't. And all these different things. She said, look, I can help you with your demons. I can help you. All you got to do is give me half an hour. No, actually, this is the first thing. She went, all you got to do is give me a couple hours. Uh, it's going to cost you $500 more. But hey, it's not cheap to get rid of your demons. Yeah, that's what she said. It's going to cost you $500 more, but I just give me a couple hours and, and uh, give me your date of birth and, and your address and all these things. And I'll figure out. And I went, oh, and I went... And, and I your went, name. And I went, I went to her, and I was catching a flight that evening, and I went, oh, God, I really want to do this. $500 is a hell of a lot of money, but you're going to get rid of my demons. I said, look, I, I don't have two hours. I'm sorry, I'm going to have to do another time. She went, okay, give me an hour. Give me an hour. And I went, I don't have an hour. She went, give me 15 minutes. <laughs> and I went, sold. <laughs> so from two hours, went down to 15 minutes. Did you pay her $500? No, obviously I didn't. I just, I said, okay, I'll go and get the money now. And then never came back. Was that bad? What, so you stole from her? I didn't steal from her. No, I just didn't go back. And kind But of, you got the 15 minutes, Stephen, demon... No, Explosion. she didn't do it in the end. So I, she told me to go away for oh, 15 minutes. Oh, well, I, was, I could have guessed that. You've yeah, still got yeah. your demons. What do you think about psychics? Do you think... Uh, as in just the ones, yeah, yeah the real ones. I've, no, I've, never, I've never been to see a psychic, but I think, I mean, there are, I think there are techniques that either psychics or even people that uh, work in psychiatry can use to, like, cold read people. Yeah, well, even yeah. even hot read if you if you know yeah. something about them. Yeah, you, you like say for example, what do you if mean they hot were, read and cold read? What are we talking? Okay, about? hot re- so cold reading is 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 guess. I I do it a lot with people. You, you basically, just guess things about them based on. Okay, do what, about, do about day now. So guess guess something. Go. Um, I think you are from southeast London. Yes. <laughs> is that right? Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> Huh. Yeah. Uh, okay, go, go do another one. So that, so that, I, I guess you, 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 your accent sounds like it's from South East London. Just take my money. Just yeah, take exactly. my <laughs> money. Even, I'm know. sold. Hey, Dane, listen. If you uh, want to give us five hundred pounds mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. and go away for ten minutes, you can come back and we can clear you of all yeah. of your demons that we know you have. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, if that's uh, my tab, that's, uh, <laughs> I, I, that's a tab. Yeah, it's, it's fine. that's fine. And uh, and and then hot reading is when you actually know something about. About them, so that was the illusion of of cold reading, but actually it was yeah. hot reading because I read your Wikipedia page. Exactly. So, so now you've got an example of both. 
in one go. But uh, yeah, but you can normally you can tell, but you can you can tell stuff about people. Just uh, I mean, it could even be. Ba- I mean, for example, I, uh, I can do one for you. Yeah. You were in 2014 nominated for best newcomer. It's like, yeah. are you yeah. both yeah. walking around yeah. in my head? Yeah, in Edinburgh. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. will give you a grand. You both deserve five hundred pounds. And and also and also you were the first uh, Black Briton to to be nominated. Yeah. Is this a psychic podcast? Are yeah. You... Well, it should be. It should be. Yeah. It so, really should be. But mm. do you think? Do you think? Do you think you're a good reader of people? Because that's that's because because you're in comedy, right? You have to kind of sense the room and you have to read the room in that kind of way. Does that make you understand people more? Do you think? I think it does. Yeah. So go, even going back, like I said, the, the knowledge and stuff is that because. Uh, I think when I had finally uh, given uh, my, my ghost to trying to pursue comedy, it was like I kind of worked out like, you know, observational comedy mm-hmm. involves you being to, uh, working, knowing what pe- who people are and looking at society and stuff. So I tried to do as much study into like psychology as, as possible. Not, not loads, but like, and also I studied business at university and a big part of business is we did a module on occupational psychology because I, because, you know, Companies will invest in yeah, yeah, the human yeah, mind because yeah, you're trying to get people to buy stuff. So looking at human behavior. So reading into that kind of kind of piqued my interest. And uh, I think it's the ability to read people is more of a function of how well you are, uh, your own self-awareness. Completely. And self-awareness is power. Yeah, yeah, I, I, completely, I yeah, yeah. without a doubt believe that. And, and I and I say to everyone, go, if you if you have if you have an opportunity to. Or, or you think that you want to go and do therapy? Go and do therapy because that yeah. self awareness is one of the greatest tools that you can have in life. It, and that's how you. Re- and I think that's the best. And it's the best tool to be able to read people because you know we're a social species. And most of the time, when you have exchanges with people, if they even if they are whether they are uh, benevolent or even uh, malicious, most of the time it's, it's all projection. So, for example, like you don't need have you'd have to know ugly for you to say, call somebody else ugly for Completely. example you ha- you have to so a lot uh, so whenever so it's, so it's all a function of projection which is why you know people say either you know most people that are bullies have been bullied themselves or like hurt people hurt mm-hmm. people so uh yeah i feel like you can kind of read people and it, and it's, but it's more about knowing stuff about yourself and and yeah and so i find with audiences and stuff you can kind of pick up where people stem from and I think if you give people enough breath, they will reveal themselves anyway. Mm. Um, yeah. I, I'm, I'm totally with you. I, there's, I, I find it so interesting about that self-awareness thing because um, there, there's two sides to it, right? Because uh, you, this is me getting... Um, this is all my intellect coming out at once. It's the only thing I ever learned, but it sounds super clever. Um, so Blake did a poem about innocence and experience and mm-hmm. the fact that uh, experience ruins innocence. And where, the problem with becoming self-aware, right, is that you understand anxiety, depression, uh, ugliness, uh, happiness, all these mm-hmm. different styles, right? But with that knowledge, that means that you're always analysing yourself and other people, and perhaps that's not a good thing. Perhaps being the uh, naive... Uh, unexperienced person is actually the best way to live and that's why Peter Pan wanted to to always stay a child because he always stayed um, un, uh, unexperienced yeah. <laughs> do, you know, do you know I'm going to be honest with you like that oh, is dear. that is that is absolutely the nail on the head I can I think yeah yeah, yeah, so you, you are you are actually exactly you are you are a smart person that, as, as you said because it, and that's exactly it and that has been a big part of my complex where like I enjoy what I do and stuff like that but you do that causes difficulty in relationships and stuff completely. because because we'll I let it that bit out yeah, yeah because I, yeah, because, I, because I, it means that you know I can read people on more than one level and unfortunately even though I might have the self awareness and I do enough of the uh, I guess uh, self reflection not everybody does that not because they're bad or they don't want to but very few people have practiced doing that. And it means that when I've had 
exchanges or discourse with like girlfriends and stuff like that is that for me, it's like I can ask people questions and be like, this is the answer that I want. But you have to understand that people create like walls and they can be very guarded. And especially like sometimes if someone wants to concede that you're incorrect, like it can appear that you're they're leaving themselves open to like be ridiculed and insulted. And especially if you're having a discussion with a comedian where it's like, you know, I'm ridiculed is almost the line of work I'm in. So if I say to somebody, well, you're wrong, it's like very hard for someone to be conceded because they know what's the, what they think is going to follow is me being like a barrage of insults and ridicule, which is not always necessarily the case. But yeah, sometimes if I'm honest, it's like I, some of the stuff I know, I wish I didn't know. Oh, dude, I'm exactly the same. I, I'm almost too self-aware. So I will read situations too much where I yeah. know, understand that person, what they're thinking. And I can almost understand it like... like psychic. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But dude, I swear... Trying to like, say you're psychic. It's like my superpower. You can read minds. Yeah, I swear to God, it's like my superpower. Hey, I'm going to stop you there. Why? Because I have the question of the week. Oh, I was Ooh. so into that. Okay, fine. We'll get. We'll pick this up. What is and, the question of the week? And the question of the week is uh, quite topical. Oh. Okay, great. Because it is uh, involves questions. Ooh. Okay, sweet. The average four-year-old, okay, asks how many questions a day. Ah. Well, it, it, it's four-year-olds are, are is at that age where they just question. That's probably why you asked the question. Can I repeat the question? You are psychic. Is it like, can I repeat the question? So I'd say like the average four-year-old probably couldn't ask maybe a thousand questions a day. But sometimes that could be the same question like, what's that? What's that? What's that? Okay, so if we're, so is that your answer or? thousand questions a day is like how many minutes? Or does it count if you ask the same question? Is that one question? Yeah, that's what I mean. I'm going to work out the math. So I would say if, I mean, if they say ask the same question repetitively, I'm gonna, I might give a conservative estimate and say the average four-year-old probably asks. I'll stick with a thousand, whatever. Doesn't You're gonna give a thousand. I'm gonna work this out. So, sixty minutes in an hour, they're probably up for ten hours a day. Let's say that's that's six hundred. Easy maths, wasn't it? Um, <laughs> that's good. Yeah, that's, <laughs> wow, that, <laughs> that was simple. <laughs> hey, hey, look, yeah. when in doubt, okay, uh, sixty around. times ten, six hundred. Yeah, yeah, that was right. Okay, fine. Uh, I reckon they are six hundred questions a day. Six hundred. Well, we shall find out in part two. Hey, do you know what? Uh, I'm going to save my diary for part two because we've actually run over a little bit on this side. So, Dan, hey, by the way, you've got to stick around for part two. Hey, if yeah. you want another acai smoothie, if you want some more milk. It's if you, acai, isn't it? Acai. If you want some more of the acai. Acai is what you like. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> we should your choice, Jamie. Yeah. I, want, I can't stress that enough. Hey, 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 <laughs> listen. Don't we all like eating booty sometimes? That's it. Yeah. Can we, should we, should we, end? some people, yeah, well, okay. No, that's. Hey, and that makes me cool, right? It does make you cool. Yeah, yeah actually, that makes, makes you cool. Because cool, I eat booty. Exactly. And we're not going to uh, any, shame any, any anal linguists. <laughs> if, you're, if that's, hey, that's, it's an erogenous zone. If, you, if that's what you're into. Someone said to me the other day, and I can't believe we're going to end on this. Oh, I'm proud to say it. We can cut it out. Someone said this to me the other day. He said, oh, they, 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 Eating booty is hard, but you have to get past the bum vinegar first. The bum <laughs> vinegar. <laughs> that's that's the smartest thing I've heard. Yeah, I think that's such day. a good description. Bum, bum vinegar is bum amazing. Vinegar. Uh, right, everyone, see you in part two. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs> hey. 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.